G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. It's good on a Friday to get in touch with the man who is something of a cultural commentator like no other. Talking about Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch and the Olympics are in full swing at the Sochi Winter Olympics. And today talking about the Olympics with Bill Muhlenberg and not only the Olympics, but a number of issues that come out when you talk about competition between nations around the world. Hello, Bill Muhlenberg. Welcome back to 2020. Hello, good to be back again. Bill, the Olympics is in full swing. I guess you're probably interested in watching a few of those events, but uh, you're thinking a little bit deeply uh, among the issues uh, that come out of these uh, types of uh, topics like liberty and equality. What are the Olympics telling us about equality and liberty? Yes, oh, well, I tend to uh, do a bit of lateral thinking here. I suppose you could say I'm always looking for a, a sermon outline or something or an illustration, and, you know, and it doesn't take much to get my mind working. So I uh, sit around and watch a bit of the Olympic Games, and right away I start thinking about some of the bigger social issues in life. So uh, I, I begin my article by saying, you know, it's interesting if you look at the medal tally, at least at this point, uh, you know, it almost seems like there's some discrimination going on or some unfair advantages. After all, everybody who's got a medal thus far seems to be living in the northern hemisphere or at least the northern half of the northern, you know, the winterous countries, the places with a lot of snow, places with mountains, uh, not surprisingly. Are... You might, people would be saying, well, this is crazy talking about this because of course people who live in uh, sub-Saharan African yeah. countries don't necessarily get to compete at the highest levels in Winter Olympics. That's right. And uh, and again, some people could argue, gee, there's uh, some kind of built-in unfairness going on here. We don't have people from whatever, uh, Morocco or Tunisia or Egypt, uh, you know, winning a lot of medals. You know, that's not, that's not fair. Well, why can't we do something to give them a, a level playing ground here and allow them to share the podium with the others? So that's, uh, yes, the observation I made, but then, of course, I tied it into some other uh, more important social issues as well. When you talk about equality, and of course bringing out that point about the Olympics illustrates something obviously a little bit deeper. There is meaningful equality and there is meaningless equality. And uh, how do you judge the difference? Yes. Well, it's a much abused word. It's a word we often have confusion about. And, you know, it sounds good. You know, everybody should be equal, right? Uh, it sounds, well, even like a good Christian idea. In fact, we hear a lot about social justice and the like, and often the word equality is thrown around. But we really do have to be careful how we define it. Now, I think most people would agree that it's a good thing that we all have, say, uh, equality of opportunity. That is, we all have a fair chance of doing anything with our own 
abilities and talents. And in that sense, the Olympics, even the Winter Olympics, gives you a everybody has equality of opportunity. And we have a classic case, right? Remember the old movie, uh, what was it, Cool Runnings, about the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> yep. Now, of course, I don't think they won, but at least, you know, they, they had equality of opportunity. They tried, they practiced in uh, not very snowy Jamaica, and they ended up having a team uh, competing at the Winter Olympics. So that's something we can all support. But the, a different kind of equality is something we have to be careful about, and that's equality of result or equality of uh, outcome. That is the idea that everybody should finish in the same place. So that's what I was talking about earlier. You know, we should set aside, what, 20, 30 percent of all prizes, all medals for Jamaicans or Egyptians or, you know, somebody living in a hot climate, because obviously they're being discriminated against. They have unfair advantages. Therefore, to make everything equal, we'll give them uh, preferential treatment and we'll see all kinds of Jamaicans winning uh, bobsled uh, <laughs> events. So that's the kind of the flashing out of the Olympic illustration here. So, Bill, when you do that deeper thinking, the lateral thinking across the issues that you're often writing about, the ethical, moral issues that mm. confront particularly uh, us here in Australia and other Western nations, how does this idea about equality and about, about liberty apply mm. to some of the issues we're facing? Yeah. Oh, it's not hard, again, to stretch the mind, not just from beginning with the Olympics, then moving on, say, well, what I've mentioned already could be, say, economic issues, and we talk about affirmative action and preferential treatment, the idea that we help those who've been maybe didn't have a good shake of things in the past, but of course that can uh, lead to some unhelpful results as well, where, you know, at some point you get people simply whatever appointed to a position or given a job or getting a placement at a university simply because of say the color of their skin or their gender that can be a worry because all of a sudden merit or genuine you know uh, merit for filling the position is simply it becomes a token thing well we need 20 percent women or 20 percent blacks and so you're not putting people who are qualified or the best person for the job you're just filling a hole and of course we could look at obvious hot potato topics something like marriage uh today with the push for homosexual marriage their catch uh phrase as we know is equality we demand equality we have to be equal well <laughs> the truth is two men or three men or whatever getting married are not equal to a man and a woman. So you're trying to have equal outcomes, but you have to make unequal things equal in the process. So you actually cause a new kind of a discrimination or a new inequality to get to that forced uh, outcome of a result. What you seem to be saying is if you come from a position of liberty, a true freedom, and then you say that out of that liberty we should be able to promote equality between all sorts of different groups, and in the promotion and the legislation of that equality you actually erode away your own liberty. Mm, well, that's exactly it. That's the, one of the scary bits. It's not just that qualified people may miss out on a job or a position simply because of things like affirmative action programs, but liberty itself begins to be eroded. And as one commentator recently said, speaking about the American situation, at least, you know, what we have in the 
harbor of New York is not a statue of equality, but a statue of liberty. That's what uh, drove so many people to, you know, come to America. They love, it was a place of opportunity, as we said, equality of opportunity, not necessarily equality of outcome. You know, if people worked hard, they could succeed, they could do well, they could uh, prosper and look after their family, and that's what drove so many people to come to America. And that was the whole idea of freedom, of liberty. We're free to do what we want, to, uh, you know, use our talents and our gifts, but the truth is everybody's got different gifts, everybody's got different talents. Uh, I could scream all I want, and perhaps you as well, about how unfair it is that I'm not playing with a major American basketball team at the moment, but um, <laughs> the truth is I'm not seven <laughs> feet tall, I'm not uh, even very good at bouncing the basketball, so for me to talk about equality and unfairness and discrimination is just silly. If you're uh, pretty tall and you're gifted as an athlete, you're going to be a good basketball player, but it's silly to talk about discrimination when you don't meet some of the basic criteria for being a good basketball player, the same with something like marriage. If you don't meet the basic criteria of, uh, you know, a one man, one woman, well, there's no sense talking about discrimination. There's no discrimination at all. You meet the criteria, and you can, uh, you know, play along with the game. So it's a, it's a issue that has all kinds of ramifications, and as you rightly said, the whole idea of liberty, well, we have to prescribe, proscribe liberty uh, we take away freedoms from others if we want to end up with uh, equality of result or everybody finishes on the finishing line at the same time. Well, you have to take away liberty all, all, of, all over the place to ensure that kind of outcome. Well, I'll point people, Bill, to your Culture Watch website uh, where your blog article, Liberty, Equality and the Olympics, is prominent this week. And Bill Muhlenberg, always good talking through these issues. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. All right. Many thanks indeed. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.